This episode of Dana Being Dana is brought to you in part by What to Wear Collective and Bella Lash Studio. Hello and welcome to Dana Being Dana. I'm Dana Michelle and I'm thrilled you're with us. My show is about all different aspects of the human connection, things that bring us together, and living life intentionally. Today we are talking about one of the ultimate human connections, motherhood, specifically mothers and daughters, and that very unique special bond. Joining me first are the ladies of the Renario family, Carol, Mary, Cindy, and Jill. Thank you ladies so much for joining us. Now is an incredible and interesting time for women, from the Supreme Court to the White House to the boardroom and the classroom. What were some of your hopes and dreams, Carol, for your girls as you were raising them in a time so different from now? Well, I think most of all, I wished for them that they would have more time with their families uh, because of more modern conveniences today. I mean, not that they were raised in the 1800s or anything, but it just seemed like when I was a mother of three daughters, my days were filled with housework and shopping and cooking and not enough time with my girls. Yeah. Ladies, I want to ask you about Carol. How much did you know about your mother before she became a mom? I have to say that um, I know that she had very strong female friendships in her life, and that carried through all through um, when she was a mom. And we were lucky as girls that we had lots of um extra moms maybe that um, were part of our lives. And then eventually we became friends with with their children and daughters. Um, So that's been a really fun thread that has um, been part of our lives from, you know, before she had us through literally today. And I think the other thing that was always impressed upon us was that she had grown up with her mom, her aunt and her grandma all in the same household. So it was a very different upbringing in the city of Milwaukee on the east side. So to be raising three daughters in a more traditional family setting in a suburb of Milwaukee, um, you know, it was definitely a, a different upbringing for us than she had had. You ladies are all moms now. What is one thing that you appreciate about your mom that she was right about then that you appreciate now? I know the answer for this. She always told us, you girls don't realize how lucky you are to have each other because she didn't have siblings. So she was right. As much as we fought back then, um, we now are so, so grateful and appreciative to have each other. I agree with that. I I also feel that um, she was very handy and thrifty and crafty. And anytime we wanted something, she would always say, oh, we could make that. (laughs) (laughs) She'd go to the basement and get yarn and fabric and whatever. And so we were um, the lucky benefactors of all of her creativity. Yes. Carol, what was it like raising so many girls? It was a lot of ironing because... (laughs) Uh, people ironed back then, and actually I still iron. Um, it was fun because it was fun to meet all their friends. They had darling girlfriends who had darling mothers, and it was just fun to see them playing things that I don't think a lot of girls today play. You know, they played dress-up. 
and makeup and they had dishes and kitchens and food and I don't see that happening today not that that's a bad thing but um, it was just more domestic back then I think than today Ladies, Don't forget about the dance routines. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> say more about that. Uh, well, if we say more, she might want us to do one. So maybe we should. <laughs> Anytime there was a family get together or friends got together, we would put together. And I was one of the younger ones, so I was just following along everyone else. But um, there would be dance routines to Grease Lightning. And I know Mary and Cindy remember some of the other ones more than I do. But it, we would have tickets and sell tickets to the show so that all the adults could come watch. So it was good, good fun, good times for sure. Would you girls say that you are most alike as sisters or, or how are you different? Ooh. I think that we are, well, I think our kids would think we're sort of interchangeable, especially when they were little. Um, yes. But I think that we each have our own strengths and talents. And um, it was kind of cool growing up because I, having an older sister, I feel like I was never told you have to do what Mary did or, did, or I wasn't expected to do what she did. Um, I think that was one of the other things I loved about our mom and dad. Um, they always encouraged us to try whatever we wanted to do. There weren't any pigeonholes. I never felt like um, it was, you know, we should have had boys in our family. I, I just never felt that ever. I mean, we were so supported in whatever we did, whether it was sports or scholastics or, you know, being with friends. Um, things like that. So I, I think that we've all benefited from that and um, we're able to become our own individual people, but definitely have a commonality as far as um, how we parent today, for sure. What's your favorite thing about having sisters? Oh, gosh. I mean, just steps. Yeah. Goes without right. saying. Yeah. I mean, I will, if I have a chance, if I'm on a walk or driving in the car, I will pick up the phone to my mom or my sisters and think like, I don't really have anything specific I need to talk about. And mm -hmm. an hour later, we've had a full conversation about everything, tears, laughter, friendships, the kids, what's going on with our lives. So just that, that security and knowing that someone is always there to listen and they care. Yeah, I feel like my sisters love my family as much as I do and that it's such a gift. And I have friends who have siblings or don't have siblings and don't have that in their lives. And they talk, mention that a lot, that they, they want to be part of our family. <laughs> <laughs> like I was thinking about that too. It's um, like if you would share something about one of your children with a friend, that would sound as like you're bragging. But with your sisters, they're just as excited to hear or your mom, of course. Um, you know, it's just the shared bond that is so special. What do you appreciate most about your mom now that you are a mom yourself? All the home cooked dinners. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> like I can remember my mom saying, just tell me what you're hungry for. Just tell me what you want to eat and I'll make it. And now I so appreciate that because I'm like always like, well, what should I have for dinner? Yeah. I just love her devotion to, to always making, never forgetting a birthday and just always making everything so special. And I mean, to this day, we all get little gifts for St. Nick, which I know isn't celebrated everywhere across the country, but um, she 
we all get a special gift on <laughs> December yeah. 6th for St. Nick. She just makes everything special and memorable. Taking off of what Cindy had said earlier, her craftiness and um, patience, because that didn't get directly passed on to me. But now that my <laughs> girls are interested in, in um, knitting, sewing, baking, crafting, anything like that, my mom has been the one to teach them to do all of that. I mean, my daughter can sew pretty much anything she sets her mind to. And I don't know how to even get my sewing machine threaded. And that was all through <laughs> my mom and her patience and, and love of doing all that with for she tried to do it for us and there wasn't that interest, but it's passed on now through the generation. That's so nice. Carol, yeah. what are you most proud of when it comes to your three daughters? Oh, I think the way that they have raised their children, they each have three and not having brothers, they all have boys. Mary has two, Cindy has two, Jill has one. Um, and they've raised amazing young men and beautiful, caring daughters. I could just cry. Um, <laughs> they're just, they're great moms. They're great friends. Um, they're great wives and wonderful homemakers. Just, I, I could go on and on. Multi-talented. I love it. What would you ladies say as advice um, to people watching about relationships that are either strained, you know, as mothers and daughters or sisters, what advice would you give families who may be struggling in these mother and daughter or sister bonds? I think it's really important to find a, a commonality uh, uh, amongst you. If it's something that is maybe outside of what your normal activities and lives are. So we really have enjoyed our family vacations and our girls weekend getaways, things like that. Just something that can bring you together um, outside of what your maybe normal routine is. I think, too, something I didn't learn right away, but um, it's such good advice to really just listen to your child. You don't have to feel like you have to come up with an answer. They just need to be heard sometimes, and that's the most important thing. Um, and I know, too, just... Those teenage years, well, even toddler years, I mean, they they're all have their own challenges, but um, yeah. you just have to remember that it's all natural. <laughs> it's part of the process, and especially during the teenage years when things get extra challenging, um, just remind yourself that it's them pulling away. It's all part of the process, and uh, I feel like if you set up the right boundaries of how they can talk to you and your family such a dynamic, like what's accepted and what's not. Things can remain under control. Well, that's great advice. Um, thank you so much for joining us. We are talking to the Renario family. We'll be back with another family. We're talking mothers and daughters on Dana Being Dana. Don't go away. episode of Dana Being Dana is brought to you in part by What to Wear Collective and Bella Lash Studio.
Welcome back to Dana Being Dana, where we are talking to mothers and daughters. Joining me next are the ladies of the Hansra family, Manjeet, Preet, Nikki, and Ronnie. Hi, ladies. Thank you so much Hello. for joining Hi. me. Manjeet, I would love for you to tell us your story um, about how you came to this country and some of the hopes and dreams that you had for your girls as you and your husband were establishing yourselves here. Well, thank you for having us. Um, when I came, I was very young. I got married in those days. Um, a lot of people got married at a very young age. And um, when I came over here, uh, it, was, um, it wasn't a culture shock because I had been to a foreign country before. And I did study in the convent school, so I was pretty well-versed in English. And um, so it wasn't too tough for me. Um, nonetheless, having an arranged marriage always brings the challenges. And, um, but slowly the things were okay, and we uh, got to know each other. And uh, then the next year, uh, my first daughter, Preet, came along, and she was the love of my life. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, sorry, and my entire time we went in um, taking care of her and, um, you know, just playing around and like I said, she was just heart and soul at that point. And we spent a lot of time together and then slowly the, um, the our second one, Nikki, came along and at that point we had already bought a house, so she was a good luck charm at that point. <laughs> and, um, of course, and after that, Ronnie and uh, our youngest one, Ravi, came along. And the girls, uh, our expectations were uh, for them to be together, and uh, emphasis were on education, uh, and we wanted them to be more independent at that point, uh, so that hardships that I had gone through so that they will not go. Ladies, how much did you know about your mom before she became a mom um, and, and her story? You know, honestly, um, with my mom having an arranged marriage and then um, and getting married so young, I mean, frankly, as a teenager, um, we didn't know a lot about my mom growing up in, uh, you know, as, in terms of really who she was um, as, as a youngster and, and, you know, we would hear stories like her love of movies and, you know, her being in boarding schools and, um, you know, her father was in the military and so her love for travel and being moved around, you know, from hill stations and all sorts of areas in India where she was raised. Um, but and her dogs. Don't forget about the dogs. Yes, exactly. Good point. Uh, <laughs> But we learned uh, a lot more of that, you know, as we grew and really had children of our own, so we could tell those stories to them, um, but less so really of, of pre-marriage. So it's been an evolving story, and we just love hearing more and more about it. Yeah. What is one thing that your mom was right about growing up um, that you appreciate now? I should have eaten the broccoli, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you should have eaten the broccoli? <laughs> I was probably the most challenging uh, from a food standpoint. And it's funny now because she told me, you know, after <laughs> that she would hide vegetables in my food because I'd be such a pain when it came to eating vegetables or things like that. So luckily my boys like vegetables, but they're like, how do you not like this? I'm like, oh, my mom tried. 
<laughs> she was right about it. <laughs> what was it like raising so many girls? It was fun. It was challenging. Um, we had a family dynamic like so that they were all, they all played together very well. And well, of course, there were fights. They were young, so but most of the time they were pretty much together. And um, Preet used to hold school, so she'll teach all the others. So this way, uh, as a matter of fact, Nikki, she skipped a grade because they all taught each other and you know uh, learned from each other. Yes, I learned my vowels early because of my older sister, so I skipped kindergarten. Wow, that's <laughs> awesome. Ladies, I want to ask you, uh, how are you most like each other and in and, and what ways are you different as sisters? Well, I think that we are all pretty stubborn. <laughs> um, I think it's a common hamster trait, but um, I think, you know, in certain respects, it's really um, served us well um, because we really don't take no for an answer very easily. And um, I think it's reflective in our uh occupations and kind of how far we've gotten in life uh, because, you know, we really have that, you know, never say no attitude and kind of, you know, just pursue the goals that we set forth for ourselves. So I think uh, it can be a good or bad thing sometimes, but uh, we definitely all have the stubborn hands for trade. Yeah. You want that fire <laughs> until it shows up That's in right. your own child. <laughs> That's right. The ties that bind, though, are our values are all so similar. I mean, you know, with our mom and dad having such a strong work ethic, each one of us has really uh, relayed that to our children and are, are making sure that, you know, they're also thinking of the same mindset of working hard, contributing to society, um, really realizing the value of a dollar and also most importantly, the value of family. And, uh, being part of such a large family is such a gift. And for sure, I know that the combined six of uh, you know our children are growing up as a super tight unit of cousins, which is exciting for all of us. Yes, yes. And we hold the Sunday dinners together before pandemic, of course. And every Sunday, uh, they used to come over to our place. And after that, the girls started hosting, so it was a lot of fun. And the cousins were always together. And even now, you know, if somebody says we are going on vacation or something, that everyone will say, well, is so-and-so coming along, you know, so they want to make sure all the six cousins are together. That's right. That's nice. Manjeet, how have you shared with your daughters who you are as a woman? I think they see me as, um, as a role model, especially as I'm a very spiritual person. So when, they, when we talk about certain things, um, that comes through. And um, my love for them and for the, for the grandchildren, for the families, um, and the dedication for the family. Yeah. What makes the bond between mothers and daughters so special? It's kind of hard to put into words for me. It's, um, I think you share a lot of um, similar experiences, you know, especially now that we all have become mothers. Um, I think we, you know, kind of obviously couldn't relate and, you know, a lot of times couldn't understand why certain rules were there. But now that we're um, moms, you know, we really say, you know, oh, wait, I think I'm acting like mom now um, because there's just so many things that um, just are passed down because of that bond, you know, that we all have together. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think our mom really led by example for us. It's not like we sit, sat down and had a specific conversation. I think it's a collective, all of those conversations, her faith, raising kids, um, her cooking, which really brings us together. And <laughs> that probably makes her the happiest. That's the gauge is how the kids are doing. Did they eat <laughs> what they eat? Did they eat what they ate? Great. You know, that was always the big thing when they were taking care of our kids as they were smaller. But that's, you know, those are her passions, you know. And so we, we learned that over the years. And like Nick said, more and more as we are parents and going through all the different stages that they've gone through, and we appreciate her and my dad even more. Um, some days I'm like, I don't know how she did it with four. I still don't. I still don't get it. <laughs> so I was true. probably the best one, but still, I mean. <laughs> Ladies, in which ways do you act like your mother? I think one funny thing that Ronnie actually alluded to is that she has two boys, and I'm sure, you know, we would have all sworn up and down that we would never be our mom in terms of, you know, uh, if you don't like this meal, I'll make that meal and cooking three and four things. And I'm going to have one meal and that's it. And if you don't eat it, then you're going to go to bed hungry. And yet Ronnie will be the first one in the kitchen to be like, oh, do you not like that? It's okay. What what would you like to eat tonight? And so, <laughs> I call it the know, short order cook. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's right. Yeah, trying to uh, appease every single child. And I know Nikki and I do that too, but. We thought for sure we would never follow that trait of our moms. And now, you know, as a mom, you know, you would do anything for your child. What advice would you ladies give um, as we celebrate Mother's Day? Um, what advice would you give to families that may be struggling um, in relations between mothers and daughters or, or between si si siblings? Well, I think, you know, what I've learned kind of through the years is that, you know, it's really important to see the world through the other person's viewpoint. Um, a lot of times we rush to judgment about, you know, oh, they did this or they, they did that, but, you know, really trying to, you know, understand why someone did what they did because, you know, uh, through their own viewpoint, because, you know, a lot of times it comes from a place of good, but, you know, outward, outwardly it may not appear as so. Um, but I think that, you know, once you realize where people are coming from and take them for their true worth, um, I think, you know, relationships tend to become a lot easier. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would just add, you know, to try and have really authentic relationships. Um, I go back to that adage of don't talk to me like a kindergartner, but teach me like one so that I know exactly where you're coming from so that as you uh, work on your relationships between moms and daughters, particularly that you're really coming uh, at their relationship in an authentic way and, um, you know, trying to find common purpose so that you can move forward. Well, that's great. Thank you, ladies, so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure to have the Hansra family on this episode of Mothers and Daughters on Dana Being Dana. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Stay in the know, at home, or on the go with NCTV 17 News Update. This quick recap of everything happening in and around town will be delivered straight to your email inbox for free. Sign up today. This episode of Dana Being Dana is brought to you in part by What to Wear Collective and Bella Lash Studio. Welcome back to Dana Being Dana, where we are talking about mothers and daughters. And I could not do this episode without having my own family joining me. So I've got my mom, Dr. Gwen, 
my daughter, Lena, and my sister, who is joining us all the way from Arizona. Hi, Candace. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us for this conversation. Um, so I want to ask you, what do you appreciate most about your mother? So for me, I'd have to say I really always appreciated mom's um, sense of self-sacrifice. She's been willing to um, do whatever it takes to allow us the opportunity to explore and try out new things. And I feel that's really given us both an opportunity to have a very full um, and exciting life. I would agree with you on that. Lena, what do you appreciate most about your grandmother? I like how she always is worrying about us, caring about us. Uh, she cooks and cleans around the house. <laughs> she gets the groceries, too. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Mom, what do you like most about being a mom? Well, I just really, really like kids, and I... Um, I was ecstatic when I found out I was pregnant. The first time? The first time. The second time. The second time. <laughs> Candace, do you know what mom was like before she became our mom? All I know is from what I heard, and the things that I've heard is just that mom has always um, just been a, a lover of people. She's always wanted to take care of other people, um, and she's been very dedicated for her career as well. We know she went to medical school. She spent time in the Navy. She opened up her own practice. She's just always been a go-getter. Yep. Lena, do you know what your mom was like before she became a mom? She was so sad because she didn't have a daughter. She was sad? Yes. I was sad because I didn't have a daughter? Yes. Is that right? What is your favorite thing about having a granddaughter, Mom? There's... You just always have a cheerleader. She's just always there making sure you're feeling good. And uh, I get lots of pictures. I was looking at one today. They're all over my room. Uh, there's a cloud and then there's a sunshine. And Grandma, you bring the sunshine. So um, <laughs> we're having a good time. Having a good time. Yeah, she's a little fashionista. <laughs> <laughs> Lena, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be um, a singer or an artist or maybe an actor. And what's, what is one thing that you've learned uh, by having an aunt and a mom and a grandma in your life? Um, my grandma and my and my mom, they t often teach me how to, like, new cooking techniques and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and yep. my mom loves to sing. <laughs> yes, she does. Candace, <laughs> what do you appreciate about being a sister? Um, I feel like one of the best things about being a sister is just having, having someone who can relate to you, your experiences growing up in your family, um, current events, things that are going on. It's just like having that built-in confidant who can be there for you every step of the way and for who you can also support. So that's been great. What do you appreciate about being an aunt? Best oh. aunt ever. <laughs> being an aunt is... Um, it's just been such a, a fun experience to see like this little extension of our family tree, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, growing and seeing, seeing so much of each one of us, you, me and mom come out in her. Yeah. So that's been really rewarding to watch. 
Well, I feel blessed to have such a great mom um, who's accomplished so many things in her life. And um, both as, like we've said, as a dentist, um, as a caregiver, and just a good person, such a great role model um, for Candace and I to follow. And then also for Lena, um, and of course my son as well, to follow in, in your footsteps. Um, so thank you. Thank you both so much for joining me. Thank you so much, Candace, for being here. You never know what kind of mother you are until you become one. Then you find yourself turning into your own mother. I am certainly proud of and inspired by my own trailblazing mom, and I try to follow in her steps daily as I raise both of my kids. If you are lucky, you are influenced by all kinds of amazing women in your life, and hopefully you inspire and encourage younger women who simultaneously raise families and achieve their dreams. Special thanks to What to Wear Collective and Bella Lash Studio, two entrepreneurial businesses owned by women who also happen to be mothers, wives, and daughters, all incredible ladies. Happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers and much love to all of the daughters. May you all treasure your very special bonds. Hopefully you have been entertained, if not encouraged or inspired. I do not promise to be an expert, nor do I have all the answers. I'm just Dana being Dana. See you next time. This episode of Dana Being Dana is brought to you in part by What to Wear Collective and Bella Lash Studio.